welcome back to the Anika Apple podcast. I'm your host, Anika Apple, and it's great to be back with you today. Today, I want to take on the topic of leadership. And as you know, this podcast is dedicated to helping us live integrated lives so that we stop working and living and experiencing life from a compartmentalized perspective. It honors that who we are, we are and should be in full in all times, in every role that we play in all the different parts of our life. And it does take some work to lean into what is true integration of self, meaning that you show up authentically as who you are everywhere you go. I hesitate to use the word authentic because it is absolutely overused um, in this time but I also think it simplifies and gives us common language to understand what it means to be integrated. We have all different parts of what makes us us. So there's so many parts and components of us and one of the things that I have found in my 25 plus years of working in leadership and with leaders is that we often are pulling back parts of the truest parts of who we are and not showing up with some of the best of what we have to offer in the places where we work in particular. We wrestle with really demonstrating our faith when we sit in places of leadership. And there are lots of reasons that that is so. I would tell you, simply put, a lot of times religion stands in the way of us honoring the spiritual part of who we are, that sense of self that says I'm connected to something so much greater than just who I am as an individual. And there are many different ways to define it without it being religious. However, in the eyes of general public and what we have created as customary in business, at least in the United States in particular, we have such a strong feeling of keeping a separation of church and state which quite honestly, I'm not here to debate that, but it's really interesting that we have things that we say stand to honor God as an example, but yet we only want to keep that in a bucket of what we've considered to be approved, like on the back of our money in God we trust. But in the businesses where we create commerce and economy, Maybe it's not as widely accepted. Anyway, form your opinions and perspectives on what you think about that. But what I want to call your attention to is this. The spiritual part of who you are is required for the work ahead. In order for you to continue to perform at the level that you desire, to do work that aligns to the purpose for which you were created, to really bring about change and lead people through some of the tumultuous times that are up ahead of us, it's going to require you to be centered in the truth of who you are. I want to, to draw your attention to a couple of things and then I will get into the, the heart of the message. One is this. When we talk about leaders, we really think about people who have a role where there is a title. And that title and position simply exists to deliver a responsibility 
in the business that you work in or the organization that you are a part of. But leadership at its core, what, what we really are talking about in leadership, it exists in all of us. So perhaps I might be someone who is a team member who doesn't have direct responsibility for a line of business or for managing a group of people, but at home I lead my household. And maybe in the church I'm a leader or maybe in a social organization. So to say that I don't have a particular title does not mean that I am not a leader. And one of the challenges that we have is that we are in a time where people are really not seeing themselves as leaders. And it's an interesting phenomenon from my perspective because as you study the patterns of people, we've gone through these times where everyone wants to be in charge, right? To times where when things are going crazy, people are like, nope, not it, wasn't me. I don't wanna be responsible for what's happening here. And so we are in a really interesting dynamic where people are leaning to those who are daring and bold enough to share their perspectives and talk about the way they think things are supposed to be. People begin to lean on what they've said. They tend to take what is truly opinion and perspective of other leaders for themselves. And that is a problem. It's not because hearing other voices in itself creates issue. Quite frankly, as someone who says all the time that perspective changes everything, I think that we should actively seek out perspectives, especially those that don't mirror what it is that you believe. What you believe is already a part of your makeup. It's already become a part of the lens of which you see things. It's your frame of reference. And so when you seek perspective from other people, you're giving yourself an opportunity to grow and understand even more deeply than you did before. That's a beautiful thing. But when your opinion is traded for the perspectives of others whom you are unaware of where that frame of reference is coming from, there is risk. And the risk becomes even greater when you are responsible for leading people to destiny, to purpose, to deliver on behalf of a company, to hold still during times of transition and uncertainty. So in this time where there is more of a propensity than ever to say, I'm really unsure because I can't depend on all of the experiences that I've had in the past to tell me how to prepare for what is ahead. There's this dynamic of like, so who out there can I find that has a perspective that I can borrow? And it's interesting because if you go back to 2020, when we were going through the pandemic, everyone experienced change. There was no true definitive roadmap forward. We created some places where there were trusted resources, some organizations and leaders emerged as thought leaders. In this, we looked at you know the, the UN, we looked at the WHO, we looked at all of those, those organizations to give us the CDC, to give us some ideas of what to do and how to do it. But there was no clear path forward, nothing that we had chartered that was quite exactly like where we were. And even the patterns and experiences of the past couldn't provide enough for us to know 
with certainty, with a good degree of certainty, that the path that we were on was going to be right. I would submit to you that a lot of what we saw was personal leadership. And granted, it takes some confidence to step out in the midst of things that, that are uncertain and to declare a pathway forward. I'm grateful that for so many people, they showed up in a way that exemplified their humanity, their vulnerability, and in turn, many got more comfortable than what I can remember in my lifetime with speaking from a place of being spiritually grounded and connected. People talked about being in prayer. They talked about seeking the divine for wisdom. They talked about making the best decision they could based on their intuitiveness. And here is the truth. That served us pretty well. Because at our core, from a humanistic standpoint, we got to experience humanity from so many leaders. It's something that has been gravely missed for a long time. And that said, we now enter into this moment where we are wrestling with stepping forward again because there is so much fear and uncertainty. And what's interesting is over the last few years, we've had ample opportunity to really strengthen the truth of who we are, to connect more with our intuitiveness, to strengthen our spirituality and belief patterns, to have an understanding of how we fit in terms of the purpose that is our collective. And in so many cases, people stepped forward in that way. And then when they met resistance, they went back to segmenting themselves. We saw signs of creating more common understanding and connectivity. And if we look at where we are today, the, the most obvious example to me right now is what's happening in the world in the space of DEI, where things are being pulled apart that truly were meant to strengthen who we are as a collective. And as we go into this time, we've created even more uncertainty. And so people are starting to retreat away from living this integrated experience that we were intended to. Stop, but let me tell you simply why it matters. In the time up ahead, decisions are going to have to be made from a place of being centered in your core. As all of us are leaders, and some of us have titled roles and responsibilities broader than ourselves and our immediate family to be responsible for. We will not be able to only pull on our past experiences. It's going to require something deeper than that. And so from a utility standpoint, we absolutely must be able to lean in to the truth as we know it to be and be able to trust the divine because we won't have all of the answers. Now that's quite certainly what is up ahead. And I can say that really clearly. The January Divine Guidance can add some additional perspective, which was episode nine, if you're interested. 
But the other part that I would submit to you is around the quality of life and the experience that you have and what you create for others. So for those of you that have leadership roles, roles and responsibilities in businesses and organizations, I really want to gear this to you in this moment. The way that you show up creates an environment for your team. And it creates an experience of you for everyone around you. This segmented way that we live our lives today tells us that we can continue to have this feeling that we are not enough. Whether that is your feeling or what is created in the environment around you. How can we be enough if we leave the best parts of ourselves outside of the room? If part of the decision making is off because we didn't have all the brilliance that was intended to be there. What's coming to mind right now is an ad that was released by a company, one that I have actually quite a bit of respect for and a brand that I happen to um, really admire and it's a personal care brand. And a few years back, there was this ad that they did that got a ton of backlash. It was the way that they portrayed the, the way this product was created, which was to create cleanliness and the way they portrayed it and what they did um, in a way that was very demeaning to people of color. It was a really, really impactful event for that brand and painful for their customer base as well, who put trust behind the brand. And I often think about the people who were in that room as they were looking across the ads, as they were experiencing the story and how it got to be that that's the story that ended up being told. I often think, and I remember even when it, when it happened, wondering how, who was in the room? And as a woman of color, had I have been in the room, would I have said, hold on a second, the connotation that I see is X. And because I don't know what happened in the room and who may have spoken up or not or anything like that, it's not a judgment about that. I raise it for this point. What I believe is when people operate in the fullness of who they are, they're able to bring all of the best parts of themselves into the room. They speak from a place where they see the experience as a whole. I've definitely had moments in my career where I have spoken from the aspect of being a leader in the company versus being who I am as a human. And let me tell you that in, in the fullness of who I am, I've always been a better leader and a better mother and partner and friend and all of those things. So what you get when I'm in the fullness of who I am in the room is someone who is conscious about so much more than the one who simply is looking at this set of KPIs and perspective. And what I know that teams like that create are experiences for people to come into the fold and be their full selves. 
If you want the best of those you work with and around, you have to create the space for them to be whole. And quite frankly, in the same ways that creating diverse teams has been proven to deliver better results, it's the same when we create the environment for people to first be whole. Personal leadership requires us to make the decision that we are going to live integrated lives. And for some of you, you may be thinking, but if I were to do that, if I brought all of myself in, it wouldn't be welcome or it would create this risk. And even as I do this work, particularly in the trusted advisorship space of my offering, I've heard people say, well, you know, people are already afraid. They're already worried about their jobs. That's part of the problem. Because we don't know until we take a stand until we create that experience. And quite honestly, as someone who showed up really well in the fullness of who I am in the last years that I worked in corporate, it's possible and it's necessary. And soon it will be required because it is the only way through the muck and mire. Personal leadership also says that you have a choice to create the environment for which others can be successful. It also speaks to your being able to make the decisions based on what you know to be true using the compass that resides on the inside of you versus what people are saying out there in social media. Because taking what they say as the, their belief and as, as what they're recommending without understanding the context and backstory from where it comes from is problematic. And I would say to you, pausing on those who are leaders entitled for a moment to just the broad group of all of us who, who are required to demonstrate personal leadership day out and day in in so many ways, is that when you look to leaders who are entitled roles and official capacities, and you trust and believe everything that they are saying and doing without question, and you take their compass on as your own, it is like allowing yourself to be led off of a cliff. Because without the context and understanding, without you sharpening your own individual compass, you don't know what they might be dealing with and where they might be directing you. It is problematic. Ask people who worked at the Enrons. Ask people who experienced WorldCom. Ask people who experienced Bernie. Putting your trust in other people and organizations without having your own compass and checking in with that thing to make sure that the direction that you are going in is truly in alignment is problematic. And there is no time where it has been more critical to clarify your personal beliefs and values and to strengthen that compass than now. Because without it, you won't be able to decipher when those that you have placed some level of trust or confidence in are going in a direction that is misaligned with what you desire and expect the outcome to be. 
We don't have certainty about what is ahead. And we won't have it in the ways that we're used to in the past. I would submit to you even the patterns that we are used to being able to look at and that allowing us to have some level of understanding of what is going to come. They give us about this much. We need about this much. We need so much more to have a stronger understanding of how to prepare ourselves for what is to come. The way that you are going to get that is by being connected. It's by allowing the parts of you that connect intuitively to the divine, the parts of you that pray, the parts of you that meditate, the parts of you that are connected to what you may call universal truth, whatever it is that you define it as that is bigger and more broad than you is required to help you stand solid in what leadership needs us to be for tomorrow. And here is what I declare to you. Those of you that are able to do that, who take a stand and sharpen your compass and are clearly connecting and growing in your relationship, you will be able to lead people even out of fires that you did not lead them into. But for many, not doing that work and trusting the humanness of who you are and allowing the best parts of you, the parts that you sit outside the boardroom to be the compass, to be the, the direction that you're leading people, some of the fires that you take them into, you will not be able to pull yourself or them from. It's the truth of what is to come. And albeit unfortunate, there's just simply no way around it. We will not only be able to use the experiences of, of the past, the education that we have, the business experiences, the organizational experiences to carry us through the time up ahead. It is going to require you to be more connected to what is higher and greater than you than ever before. And so for those who are in true official leadership capacities. You know that saying, to whom much is given, much is required? This is your call forward to come up a level, to do more than what you've done to strengthen your own ability and connect, to connect to your higher power, to your creator, and to live an integrated life. The beautiful thing about the integrated life is that you get to experience more joy and peace because you are fully aligned as who you are. And yes, it's a journey. It's not like you flip a switch and you're like, okay, today I'm all in. No. And you may need some support and help on how to do that. And there are people like me that, that offer that is a part of what they do. But wherever you, you derive it, even if it is just simply you working with your higher power to strengthen how you show up each and every day. Just do it. <laughs> and for those who are like, I know exactly what you're saying and I have no idea how to do it. We're here. But it is required. And the beautiful thing about this push forward because of the requirement of the time up ahead is that you get to experience living life to the full. That's a part of it. And that is so beautiful. It is so freeing to not have to question what part of you is acceptable in a room that you walk into. 
And some of that starts with shifting your mindset because you recognize that you actually do get to make that decision. People can always choose whether or not they want you in a space. They can choose it even when there's only a sliver of you present. But when you choose, no one can take that away from you. And from those of you that are not in an official capacity and you're saying, okay, I hadn't thought about personal leadership in this way before, but you know, this is eye-opening for me. This is your call forward to recognize that you are a leader nonetheless, titled or not. And whatever capacity you are working in, whatever you're doing in your big work in the world, whatever you're doing within your family and your ministries and whatever else you may be involved in, do it from a place of fullness and wholeness. Allow yourself to show up in full. One of the best things that happens that I have seen and experienced are when people on a team make the decision that they're going to show up in full alignment and it calls forward their leader. It doesn't matter where the courage to do it comes from. It just matters that the courage shows up. And you living an aligned life will help you to ensure that the places and spaces you are in are right for you. But allowing yourself to just trust those around you to lead you in the right direction is dangerous. And you can look at what's happening right now across businesses and social organizations, governments, and even in the church, and you can see the disastrous decisions of people who are operating from places that are unhealed and misaligned and the residual impact on those who were just simply doing the right thing and trying to trust in the direction that they receive from others. Put your trust where it belongs, with the creator, with your higher power. Build and strengthen the compass on the inside of you with that divine wisdom, the intuitiveness. Be centered in who you are, unafraid to walk in the room and be all of you. Your organizations get the best of you when you operate from a place of wholeness. And quite honestly, there's learning and growth for all of us. And so there's still so much more that we can do. And you can really see it when you decide to allow yourself to be whole. This is the work that's up ahead. Personal leadership is required. And it's time for you to begin defining what that looks like. Before I close, for those of you that this message has really resonated with and you're like, but how? I offer two ways to support you in my practice. I work as a coach and I help individuals integrate all areas of their life. In my trusted advisor program, I work with people in the C-suite and business owners to center themselves spiritually and to understand how they can use their divine guidance and gifting to support the development of the business or the line of business that they're responsible for. There are many other things that come along with the advisorship program, including the prophetic insight and understanding that I have about the season that is ahead. If you'd like to know more about either of these programs, please reach out using my website at anikaapple.com, or you can follow me on Instagram at the Anika Apple, Facebook at Anika Apple, and on TikTok. Thanks so much, 
And I wish you all peace and blessings. Oh,